everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with an episode called Adventures in Customer Service. We're going to talk to you guys about our experiences, um, why people suck. We're going to rank people. Um, and we want your input too. But before we get started into the episode, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. I have absolutely nothing going on, but the government of Ontario has decided to open up everything again. So we've been living in quarantine, but open for business, as the Ford government likes to call it. Red zone, I put in quotations, as in businesses can open again for, um, which businesses is it? I think it's like gyms, hair salons, salons. like personal beauty stuff. Get my eyebrows done again. Nice. Eyebrows look fine. No, they don't. Don't look at them. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine Maggie without eyebrows. (laughs) I look great without eyebrows. Actually, no, I don't. No, you don't. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Go click on the YouTube video to find out how Maggie looks without eyebrows. (laughs) Well, you can't even see me. It's just fingers. Yeah. Instead of my eyebrows, just think of my finger or anyone's fingers there. Gross. I guess that'd be kind of creepy. Gross. Yeah. But uh, most likely, we're probably still going to be staying inside. Uh, we still tell all our listeners out there, stay inside if you can. Yeah. Don't be don't be dum-dums. Uh, you know, there's going to come a time for our podcast that we're not going to have a quarantine update because we're not going to be in quarantine anymore. Then we'll just call it an update. (laughs) Uh, We can just get rid of the quarantine part. Learn, adapt, overcome. (laughs) Maybe one day we can film together and we can get like a nice camera. Yeah. But also, I don't want people to see me in HD. Like, I got a lot of zits going on today. So no one really needs to see that. Yeah, honestly, same. They... Which kind of leads me to my beef of the week this week. Um, why are we still getting zits in the middle yeah. of our 20s? What the heck? What the heck is this thing that's on my face right now that is like large? Like, it's so big. They told me that once I stop being a teenager, I'll, still ha- I'll stop having these hormonal imbalances so that I will have clear skin for the rest of my life. <laughs> And that did not happen. Am I still a teenager? Am I lying to you all? And I'm actually 15. Who knows? And I was talking to my dermatologist about this too. And I was like, hey, man, listen, I'm 25 here. I am officially an adult now, I think. When when do these zits go away? And he said, oh, you know what? It's just genetics. It's like a mis- mix of your like hormones and genetics. It's stress. Do your parents go through this? And I was like, no, my parents had like perfectly clear skin yes. their entire life. Same. That's why they like think I'm insane. And he was like, oh, haha, are you sure they're your real parents? And I was like, dude, why would you say that to me? That's so mean. <laughs> That's savage. You go to the dermatologist <laughs> because you have a pimple and they tell you that your parents are not your real parents. <laughs> walk in with the zit, walk away with a midlife crisis. Not even like a midlife. An identity anytime. crisis. Yeah, an identity crisis. Because nice. I like exact same boat. My parents have had flawless skin all of their lives, and for some reason, I have the I have the zit gene of the family, I guess. And 
they used to look at me because like they didn't really understand what pimples are because they never got them they're like oh you're eating too many like spicy foods and like that's why you're getting zits i'm like Mm. okay (laughs) don't think it's the zits i mean it's the spicy foods my so my older brother he used to get a lot of pimples too and then I, he went on proactive. And then as soon as he hit like his 20s, all his pimples and zits like went away. It just stopped. And I was like, nice. Like that's going to stop for me too. And here I am 25 with like three zits going on. I have to layer on a lot of makeup to hide it. But uh, shout out to this webcam. That's not that great quality for covering it up. Yeah, you Because um, my makeup is not good. Yeah, my makeup is not great. It's very cakey right now. <laughs> it's... It's funny because is this like a the water in North America thing? Because it doesn't seem to be that big of a problem in Asia. I have a theory. It's maybe the water. Maybe it's also pollen or maybe it's also like the humidity. It's hot because in China it's very, too. Yeah, it's very hot in Vietnam. So because it's so hot there, like our skin is great. Like it flourishes. Like I generally don't wear any makeup at all when I go to Vietnam or Asia or something like my skin is so great like I see now why guys like wash their face with just soap and water like it's fine yeah and my mom growing up too she only washed her face with water like no skin cleansers or moisturizers whatever she was perfectly fine what am I doing with my life spending all this money on cleansers (laughs) and like night creams and moisturizers when I could just be using like soap instead is this big beauty (laughs) have you you seen that movie um always be my maybe yes and ali wong says to the like her childhood friend's dad who's super old like oh my god like how do you look so young your face is so clear and he's like i wash my face with shampoo every day and honestly that's such a guy thing like also guys (laughs) guys wash their face with stupid things yeah or like they don't some don't even wash their face at all or like they just splash water on it or something and then they can come out looking absolutely flawless and then us who use like treatments and all that stuff that like things that are supposed to help your skin like are we like are we just hurting our skin yes i believe it is propaganda by the big beauty industries to get us to spend more money to achieve a look that we cannot achieve. And really these cleansers and makeup products, skincare products are doing the exact opposite to us. Well, so as an experiment, this is our war. Maggie is going to just wash her face with soap from now on <laughs> and nothing else and stay That's tuned. A, actually, my skincare routine is now like two things because I tried to narrow, like to simplify it. So now I use a cleanser and moisturizer. That's it. So what is your quarantine update? Um... I'm just going to piggyback off your Ontario one. Nothing else going on with me. Um, But my beef of the week is, and I know I'm jumping the gun, is I don't know if you guys are watching Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Okay, let me me give you like a quick recap of it. So basically, Sabrina, um, it's kind of like Riverdale, the same universe. Um, But I personally liked it a little bit more. So I've been watching with Gabby every night. And we'd use like Netflix party or what it used to be called. Um, so Sabrina, there's this like weird entity going on. They're called the Eldritch Terrors. Eight of them come. This one is called the Uninvited. So he has kind of a sad history where like he, he was wandering around and he came across a group of people and he asked if he could join. 
And they said no. And they turned him away. So then he came back later and killed them in their sleep. And then he just wandered around. And then he became like a spirit, like an evil spirit, who was called the uninvited. So what he does is when he comes to Greendale, which is the city that Sabrina is featured on, um, he knocks on people's doors. And if they don't let him in, or they don't invite him in, then he kills them. Um, so Sabrina is like, oh, I know a solution to this. So Sabrina it calls herself a spinster, even though she's 16. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, all my friends are like together and I'm so alone. And she has like a meltdown at her aunt's wedding. Her aunt also is 150 years old and didn't find a husband until she turned 150. So she waited 150 years for Sabrina to come and be like, ah, I'm 16. I don't have a boyfriend. Ah, I haven't found the one. Like, calm down. So then the uninvited comes and she's like, oh, my God, the uninvited, like, come to this wedding with me. And then she wants to trick him into, like, stealing him off because you can't kill an eldritch terror. So she's like, hey, do you want to get married with me? Like, I feel like we're both kind of lonely. I think we have a lot in common. Let's do it. And he's like, yeah, okay." So they have a wedding ceremony and she kisses him. And then she's like, hey, like, let's, like, skip the rest of the ceremony. Like, let's just jump straight into wedding night. He's like, okay, yes, I've waited my whole life for, like, a moment like this. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sympathizing with this evil spirit. (laughs) And then, so she takes him into her dollhouse, which is the place that she captures him, basically. Um, She kisses him. And then she's like, okay, wait right here. I'll be right back. And he's like, wait, something's not right. And then she runs away. and, And he's like, you've broken my heart. And it's so sad. And then she steals him in and he's just left there forever alone. And I'm just like, damn, Sabrina, how could you do that? Like, I get he was kind of evil, but like, I mean, he killed a lot of people. Yeah, but like, they kind (laughs) of had it coming. Like, he was just lonely. And now, like, she tricked him. She married him and pretended to like him. And oh my God, it just broke my heart. They just like didn't have to do that at all. That was so unnecessary. So is your beef with like Sabrina or your your beef my beef with- is with Sabrina? I'm sorry that was a long winded thing, but my beef is with Sabrina the teenage witch. Like, why did she have to do that? Why did she think she's a spinster at 16? Like, that was just so unnecessary for her to do that to the poor guy. And I get it, he's an ethereal spirit and he kills people, but still, that was kind of mean. Honestly, that like could a have hard been, look at yourself. That could have been like a great redemption arc of the evil spirit of the of evil why spirit. He became evil. Yeah, like it could just be like oh, he was never loved or whatever. And he could have, Sabrina could have helped him break the cycle of abuse, you know? Yeah, maybe we should put a picture in after of what he looks like because he's not great. And like, she had to go make it worse by marrying him. Yeah, she didn't even divorce him. Technically, she's still married. Well, this is going to be real fun in 20 years when she actually wants to get married and she's like, oh, shoot, I have to go sign a divorce. I have to go get this on... (laughs) By Dead. the way, to marry me, you have to fight the Eldritch Terror, who's also <laughs> yeah. a mean spear who I captured. And I treated him like absolute shit. So, like, good luck. Next up on Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> that is fair. That is definitely fair. That's, I don't know. So, I'm still, I'm still upset about that. Like, I was like, I know he's a terrible person, but like, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I always sympathize with the bad guy because they always have such tragic backstories and i'm sorry i know i'm not supposed to but my heart wants what it wants for scott pilgrim or like the sabrina guy for the sabrina guy for the undead right? uninvited. 
Thank you. I feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean, he, I get it. He killed a lot of people and I shouldn't sympathize, but also he was just lonely and you could have just- He just needed someone to extend a helping hand or like some kindness. Yeah. What is that? A commentary on people. Yes. But also, mm, is this maybe a representation of incel? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair, too. Or is this also a representation that me and Maggie have terrible taste in guys? <laughs> Shout out to Nick Scratch. Uh, if you're watching this, like, hit me up because he's really good looking. But also know that Maggie's type is the undead uninvited. So, like... No, it is it is not. I have a weird phobia of zombies. Like I know they're dead, but I don't like how indecisive they are about being dead. What? Like they're not dead, but they're not alive, so they're like the undead. That's so stupid. Like stick to one. Why are you going to be both? That's disgusting. And the fact that you're just going to go around eating people's brains and like your body parts aren't even intact. That's gross. I'd rather die. That's my plan for the zombie apocalypse. Just die. Yeah, my plan is also that, but for different reasons. I'm not that athletic. <laughs> I can't run for long periods of time. Like, I'd rather just give myself up and just, like, become one of the zombies because I'm gonna, like, there's no point in fighting. I'm too lazy to fight this. Um, MK Fit, if you have a routine for a zombie apocalypse, uh, upload that. <laughs> yes. Get me in shape for the eventual apocalypse that is definitely coming because if we can have a plague who says an apocalypse is out of the question <laughs> that's terrifying please don't say that i'm gonna have nightmares knock on wood <laughs> okay getting into our topic adventures and customer service uh people suck we are the ones firsthand to experience that and wanda and i both have a lot of experience in the customer service industry wanda tell the people what experience you have Oh, wow. It's like an interview. So <laughs> let me lay out my customer service resume. Do you have references that we can call on this podcast? <laughs> you actually can. Um, some might be my parents, though. But like, I promise. It's called they, nepotism. They actually. Uh, we, we're trying to end nepotism in corporate Canada. Okay. <laughs> I am trying to get fired from them, but they just won't let me go. <laughs> so I've been working since I was in grade six first job i had was delivering newspapers that didn't last too long because eventually the person i was delivering it with kind of gave up so then her mom took over delivering newspapers for a while because she was okay. like i don't know why she did it but i think she just wanted to support her daughter but anyways so didn't work for a while and then 13 i started working at um the front desk of a restaurant and I've been working there ever since as a part-time job. There was a period of time where I was laid off. I put this in quotation marks because it just wasn't that busy like throughout the summer. So then I got another job at another restaurant and I was, a, I did busing, which was like you would take the food out to like the tables and stuff. That one was better. That one, I didn't have to deal with any customers like head on like it was more of like the waitress or like the front desk job like i did also rotate to do the front desk but i hated it so much that they sent me back to the kitchen <laughs> the only time i've been happy to be sent to the kitchen what is that like uh 12 years 12 years a slave 
a 12 years of customer service life. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I think mine is similar in that sense. I have been working at my family's restaurant since I was 10 years old. Like I, I just started like little gradually like picking up phones and then like actually working there. We're just a delivery and takeout place, but I work there part time after my actual job. Um, so that's been about 15 years. Um, so I guess you can say we are both trained veterans in this industry. So which makes us qualified to critique the people and why they suck. So Wanda, we have experienced a lot of people when we serve them. We have the youth, elderly, middle-aged, millennials, rank them from worst to best. Okay, so I think the worst is middle-aged. So like the boomer category of customers, they are the most demanding, uh, most picky, and like they will fight you at a moment's notage over anything. Wait, middle age as in like forties to fifties. The middle age is forties to like fifty five, sixty. That's my middle age category. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And yeah, so they will fight you at a moment's notice. Um, mm-hmm. They just You're very pick- entitled. They, yeah, that's what it is. I've had this conversation with other people who've worked in customer service and they're always like, yeah, it's never the young people. It's always the older people who are very entitled to things. And I don't know. I mean, I do. I feel like I do know how they got this um, mentality because they did have a lot of things given to them by their parents because they were like the baby boomer generation and things were great. They had prices were good. They didn't have that much inflation. Um, they could get jobs really easily. They could get homes. They're all really well off. Well, like, I don't want to say all, but like a lot of them are pretty well off because of the luxuries that they had in a sense growing up, which yeah. led to their entitlement. I think second is the elderly. So anyone over 60, they are the not so good with technology types. Um <laughs> So, which also or with I, the wearing the mask type also i want to add that in yeah i don't know why though because they're most at risk but they don't seem to care that much i don't know that it's it maybe it's a i don't care to die like i i'm fine i've lived all my life already i'm ready if it takes me it takes me kind of thing maybe it goes back to entitlement maybe it's because they survived worse things who knows who knows what live goes through Live fast, die young. Am I right? <laughs> live fast, die at 60. Do you remember that movie, The Interview, when they had Eminem on? And he's like, damn, why do old people drive so slow? Like, you got, you're going to die soon. Don't you want to speed up and get to your place quicker? <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're second, mostly just because they kind of share, I guess, boomer mentality in a way. Um, but they're also worse at technology. So there's that also that big aspect of things and the problems that come with that. Um, so to tell you a story, to paint you a picture, as Maggie likes to say, a few nights ago, my mom was working and this customer ordered from Skip the Dishes, which is a delivery service that we partner with because the pandemic has 
hit us hard and we are not getting as much business as we used to. So we need to go to, I guess, other platforms to be able to get some of that business back. But anyways, uh, they called and they said that the driver did not bring them their food and they have no idea where the driver is and it's been a long time. And my mom tries the best that she can to explain to them that she has no contact with the driver. She's in no way affiliated with the driver. She doesn't even know who it is, where they live. And she tells them to call Skip the Dishes directly to ask them what's up. This customer insists that it is our responsibility to take care of the order because he paid us, which my mom replies, no, you did not pay us. You paid Skip the Dishes, which the person replies, well, Skip the Dishes is going to pay you anyways eventually oh my god <laughs> so my mom's like I, I i don't know what to do here um let me let, let me just stress for you again to call skip the dishes they'll try to take care of it and finally after a 10 minute phone call the guy agrees and decides to call five minutes later he calls back he's like oh my god do you have the skip the dishes phone number and my mom's like um no you can call the you can find it on their website you can google it you should be able to find it very easily i just don't have like a direct number to them for you to call and he's like okay okay thank you so 10 15 minutes later he calls back again he said we called skip the dishes they're giving us a full refund we'd like to place an order for directly from your store my mom's like cool great got that was sorted out and she takes the order she asks him, did you want to leave a tip for the driver? And the person says, no, not after the experience I've had. And my mom's like, okay, understandable, I guess. But no, it, not understandable. It wasn't our driver who delivered the food to or didn't deliver the food. It was a skip the dishes driver that ran away with your food. That's in no way, I guess, our fault or our like you should not be penalizing, I guess, our drivers who are trying to also make a living just because you had a bad experience with something else that was kind of unrelated. It's like if you ordered from another store and was like, well, I had a bad experience with a driver one, so I'm never going to tip again. <laughs> oh, my God. What an asshole. And he was elderly. Yeah. He, my mom said he mm. was nice to an extent. But I don't know. My mm, mom just doesn't sound nice. Yeah. Um, I think when I was younger, like I had a way harder time talking back to people because I'm like, no, like I got to make people happy. And, you know, like you're younger, you don't know any better. But now the older I get, I think I feel more empowered to like tell people off or if like they're being rude to me. It's like I'm I'm here helping out my mom. Like if you're going to treat me like this, how do I know you're not treating my mom like this, mm -hmm. too? Like I'm going to put you in your place. But something I found with the elderly is that they're very nice to my mother and very rude to me. <laughs> Which I don't know why. Maybe it's like they, my mom will like take more shit from people. Actually, I don't, I don't think she will. But like this one guy, he, he always calls and asking for my mom by name. And I'm like, oh, my mom's busy right now. Or I'll say like the manager is busy. And he's like, okay, well, when is she not busy? Like you need to put me in contact with her right now. Like I need to talk. And I'm like, okay, like, what do you need? And he says, I want her to take my order. Like, okay, <laughs> I can take it too. Like, it's totally fine. He's like, fine. And he's so rude to me throughout the whole thing. And then later he calls back and my mom picks, picks up and she's just like laughing on the phone with him. And it's like, oh my God, he's so nice. 
like what the heck? what did i do what was so different like i'm not i'm not doing anything mean like what is the disconnect here is this a respect thing i don't know maybe where maybe because they know it's like oh you're like the the manager like you're you're like the the owner like we're gonna be nice to you yeah or maybe it's like so much i see you as a peer rather than i see you as someone i look down upon you look down upon me because I'm 20-something and taking your order? People do that. There's, like, this whole thing where they say, like, people who are older just, like, look down on people. Okay, so there was this thing on Reddit that was, like, um, young teachers. Like, what happens when you get mis um, mistaken for, like, a student at where you work? And there's so many people just saying that, like, older people in like teaching or at schools and stuff will mistake them constantly for a student and they'll just like grab them and be like what are you doing here or like why aren't oh you God. outside with everyone and like just like you should have been grabbing them. students yeah but that's what they do and they're like hey i'm a teacher and then like once they find out they're like oh i'm sorry but like some people don't even apologize they're like well you shouldn't look so young or something i think that's stupid to judge people based off how old you think they look that's like a lawsuit waiting to happen also but people do it and it's just like it sucks but it's like ageism but the yeah. opposite of what usually it means yeah side note i'm always scared to reveal my true age in a workplace because i told you about my previous one and how like i let it slip how old i was mm -hmm. and they were constantly like oh my god maggie you're so young you don't even know what vcrs are oh my god your generation's so young like do you know what this slang means and i'm like no i don't know what yeet means i'm sorry i'm trying to figure <laughs> it out too i think that like i mean people usually know how young i am like i don't think i look that old i guess so it's like pretty easy to guess that like i'm pretty young but there's some people like older people who are like yeah you probably weren't even born when blockbuster was around i'm like no i was there sir i invented blockbuster i was the reason why they were running for so long <laughs> i'm also the reason for their downfall <laughs> yes that too they like they mention things or they bring up things from like time or not from that long ago like 10 20 years ago maybe or even like less and they're like oh you probably don't remember this or you probably like think i'm so old for mentioning this and i'm like yeah no. i do think you're old but not but, for those reasons yeah <laughs> so it went middle age elderly mm -hmm. okay now between youths or millennials i think youths is my third um i think at that age okay so how i define a youth is anyone under the age of 18 to 20, let's say. Yep, I agree with that. So youths are still at the age where they're trying to impress their friends um, and their, I don't know, like their frontal cortex or whatever that is has not fully developed yet. And they make dumb decisions. So for example, um, there was like a 16 year old or whatever that like came in and ordered and then it stole our tip jar which had like maybe like maximum like $10 in it at the time and then ran away with it. Oh so God. that's not cool. Don't do that. <laughs> but a lot of them are yeah. like that. Like they like they'll come in with like a group of friends and everything and they'll like just like constantly like be like laughing and like snickering and like bothering I guess like other people like in the restaurant and everything and 
they usually so there was one time which i'm totally really not judging people for it but this guy made me try like six different cards to pay for like an eight dollar meal and i was like um can't any of your friends help like i didn't say this but like i was thinking it i'm like who has six different cards i i don't know i i I have no idea but it was just like it was it was like an eight dollar meal so i tried eight dollars in the first card and then he was like okay try six and so i tried six and it didn't work and i tried five and it didn't work and i tried four and it didn't work and (laughs) it was just like um this is maybe you shouldn't be buying this like i'm not going to tell you how to live your life but maybe make some better decisions (laughs) yeah i agree and i think youth they they tend to mumble a lot i don't know if it's maybe just people i've experienced i find it's the younger boys who tend to mumble a lot and i have to ask to ask them to repeat themselves and it's even harder now that they're wearing masks too Mm -hmm. so all i hear is (laughs) i'm sorry can you repeat yourself and i and this goes on for like 10 times the other day someone was asking me okay so the first thing i heard was are you canadian i said yes and and then he said again like is this canadian and i said oh with the pizza like uh no it's not canadian it's pepperoni and then he said um and then he what else did he say he said are you is everyone here canadian i said what like yes everyone is canadian and then he's i thought he said um is it busy here? And I said, no, it's it's not busy here. And then he finally said, like, he had to remove his mask a little bit. He said, can I eat in here? And, I, and then I said, no, you you cannot eat in here. And he said, no, no, no. And then he said, are there three slices in here? And I said, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I blame the mumble rappers. What I was going to say was the other thing that I found that, like, young people do that no other generation really does is prank call restaurants oh my god i hate that so much so once in a while we'll get like an order for like pickup or delivery and the person just never shows up and then when we call back no one picks up and it's just such a waste of time such a waste of food and money like why are you doing this to a small business firstly why are you doing this to any business at all like what joy does this bring you to bring such hardships to like a business like I just don't understand what goes through someone's mind so the guy that I used to be friends with he prank called my family restaurant and I was so mad that he did because I was like what the hell why would you do that that's such a waste of my time like Mm -hmm. waste of everyone's time like resources and money you're right and he was like I don't get why you're mad like you're overreacting and his friends were telling him too like I was overreacting and I was like okay Maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm very crazy. And now I'm like, no, I was I was perfectly rational. People are stupid. People under 18 are stupid. Yeah. People even our age are stupid. Like stupid has no age limit. Yes. That is, I can't, that is a good point. I can't believe he tried to gaslight you afterwards being like, oh, like this why are you fine. being this is yeah. a joke. Yeah, this is just a prank. Which is the other thing. The whole like prank videos on YouTube that aren't funny and people just say oh it's a prank like it's not a prank if maybe, it's not funny maybe redefine what a prank means yeah or see if that's actually a prank or a hate crime yeah appropriate pranks are the just for laugh gags yes where there are some on tiktok that are nice yeah like where it's like 
okay pranks. Like, you like, know, we're... no parties were injured. No parties were not even injured. I think like no one's time was wasted, wasted that significantly. Yeah. Something where all parties would look back on or even in the moment be like, oh yeah, this was funny. I'm so glad that this happened to me. Yeah. Those are um, good pranks. I, I think my mom deals with youths like way better than I do. Like she does give them a hard time if they're hassling her. Like she'll she'll threaten to call the cops and they do get scared or like their parents will make them come back and apologize, which <laughs> is kind of funny. Um, but like this guy came in before and he was like super nice. Um, and my mom, like when he walked away, my mom was like, oh, I remember when he was little, he mooned us. Ew. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? He Like you're laughing about this now. And he, she was like, yeah, like he was like maybe 10 years old. He pulled down his pants and and mooned us. It was the whitest butt we've ever seen. And we all <laughs> laughed about it for days. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what? And and he still has the audacity to show his face here again. Like, no. Now you just have to remind him every time he comes in, like, hey, what's up? Oh, actually, you can't talk about his butt like that, I guess. Or maybe you could just say, hey, remember when you mooned us? Okay, thanks. Bye. I don't know. I feel like there should be consequences for this. Why would you moon my mom? Next one is millennials. Why are millennials not maybe not the best, but the least bad on that scale? Yeah, I guess we might be biased in a sense too, because we are in fact on the cusp of a millennial and a Gen Zer. But um, so basically, I go to this gym and I was there early once, and I was just talking to the front desk um, front desk girl and she was saying that because right now in Ontario you're only allowed 10 people in the gym at one time like excluding the staff and everything and so a lot of people are angry that they can't book in ahead of time so one day this um I guess like 50 year old man called in and was just berating her on why he can't book this like he why he can't book a gym session he can never get in and how it's all her fault and everything and she can't do anything she's like i am at the very bottom of this totem pole i have no effect on how head office does any of their stuff because it is a franchise and they're a very big franchise so she's like i like all i can suggest is like i can give you advice i can tell you to book like at certain times and stuff where you might get luckier than like others and he just kept yelling at her like and then like just being mean to her in particular I guess like I think he just needed somewhere to like let his anger out and everything and finally after like a 20 minute phone call of him just screaming at her he was like okay whatever bye and she had to go into a closet and cry for 15 minutes before going back to work and she's like I usually can take criticism pretty well but in that case it was just it got so personal and everything it just kept on going that like I just couldn't handle it and she's like but honestly throughout like this entire pandemic it's always been like people like our age because we're about the same age um, like millennials being okay with the fact that like they couldn't book in being really reasonable like if they're doing something wrong like they would very easily like make the change and everything like what they wouldn't yell back at us they know that we're just trying to do our jobs and everything and like I think that's fair because a lot of us have also worked in customer service jobs before I'm not saying that all millennials are perfect I think some are equally as rude as all the other generations that we talked about but I think we have more compassion and we're less entitled than 
the other generations. Like, why are you going to project your anger? Like, clearly you're not mad about this little thing. You're just going to take it out on the person who has no power. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to have like a power move or whatever, like be an asshole. Yeah. Why are you yelling at the person who is literally at the very bottom of the chain to help be able to do anything? Like, why are you not yelling at the CEOs or like the owners of like these giant corporations instead to be like, hey, fix your (laughs) shit? Or like, why are you yelling at them for things that they can't change? Like, you can't change how like the capacity of somewhere like that's the government go write a letter to doug ford if you're really that upset with how things are run actually you should do that so like it's always like it's never it's never yelling at the right people you're never expressing your anger at the right people you're always taking it out on someone who's making minimum wage and even before the pandemic not a good idea but especially during the pandemic when people are literally putting their lives on the line for you so that you can get your essentials or so you can do things be a little bit nicer like it's literally the easiest thing that you can do is be nice i say stand up for yourself a little bit maybe your manager actually mm, take that with a grain of salt your manager is not your mom um but if your manager is your mom maybe like uh, feel free to like talk back a little bit it's like your life too you can't continue to be bossed around like that um but i repeat again take that with a grain of salt because sometimes it's not great yeah i think that's one of i guess that's one of another question i guess how do you deal with people who are terrible to customer service people as a bystander as a person getting yelled at how do you deal with it me i don't know like um i've been on the receiving end of being yelled at by someone this guy was really mad about um how much it cost and then a bystander came in and was like you know what like this is he's holding up the line here's 20 bucks i'll pay for his pizza and then the guy who's yelling at me was like no don't get involved this is between me and her and i was like <laughs> I don't know what to do in this situation. And I was like, all right, I'll get the manager. And we're both like, uh, I don't know what to do. Maybe if you want food, maybe don't come here then. Like, I don't know what you want to do. I can't believe someone literally was so gracious to be like, hey, I'm just going to pay for your food then. Like, I just want to solve this issue for this person. And he still was like, no. So clearly the issue was not the price. He just wanted to yell. He just wanted and to yell. Honey, like therapy is not that expensive. You can get the first session for free. Yeah. Just go do that. You don't need to yell at us. It takes up our time. Yeah. I guess that's like so I guess that's the case of like even if you are like a bystander, you do try to, I guess, help with the situation. Like sometimes it can backfire on you. Have you ever stepped in though as a bystander? Um not off the top of my head i don't think i've ever actually witnessed anything that was like bad like i've always just been the one to be get like i was always the one that was getting yelled at i was never in a situation where i watched someone else getting yelled at so stay tuned i don't think i've ever yelled at anyone either like on the receiving end i think it takes a real asshole to yell at someone even like sending food back that I don't like, I'm still like very shy about it. And I'm oh, like, no, 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 that. this is great. I'll I'll do it. Unless it's like really messed up. Then I'm like, okay, I, I physically cannot eat this or drink this. 
I do I that need for, you to make a new one. I do that for our friends where like some people just don't speak up even though their food is like really messed up and not at all what they ordered like for example we went to this new place they were like severely busy and my friend ordered like a flatbread but it was so like the food was hard and it was cold and it was just like not what a flatbread is it was like crisp pita like it was like crisp chips or something and even the waiter, like, when I mentioned it, the waiter was like, yeah, this is disgusting. Um, let me get something else for you. Like, let me know what you want. And he, like, took it back Aww. and everything. So, like, that was nice. But I've also had situations where, like, the waiter just served me, like, burnt food. Like, I got this Reuben once where the bread was just black. And I was like, okay, maybe this is the way that it is and it's not burnt. So I took a bite and I was like, this is disgusting. It is burnt to a crisp. And I sent it, like, I waved the waiter down. I was like, hey, um, this is really burnt. Like, would you mind just, I guess, like, maybe, like, making me another or, like, just tossing the bread and, like, putting, like, just giving me unburnt bread. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, I saw it and I was like, I wasn't sure if it was going to be any good or not. I'm like, why did you give it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think maybe in that situation they're hoping that you're one of the people like me who are too shy and not to send food back to like you know what let's see what they're gonna say I think it's like if honestly if you like if it's to that extent like don't be a pushover too like yes we're preaching like I'm be nice be nice to your customer service people like if it's honestly that bad just tell them nicely that like something is not okay like, we're advocating being nice. We're not advocating being pushovers. Yes. Be, don't be so nice that you become dumb. And don't be so smart or, um, what is it, bold that you don't become nice. I've never be, heard this find, find a nice bet. Uh, I just made it up. So, quotes with Maggie. Nice. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Maggie. I accidentally stole this quote from Taylor Swift in her song, Marjorie. It's never be so kind, you forget to be clever, and never be so clever, you forget to be kind. I would never intentionally steal from my queen, Taylor Swift. Please go stream Folklore and Evermore. I love you, Taylor. Okay, bye! Anyways, so what advice do you have for people to make the customer service people's lives easier? Mm. I have a big one. I'm going to say it first before you do. Okay, yeah, that's good. Um, Mine was like, be nice. Oh, mine is be decisive. Like, don't call into uh, restaurants and not know what you want. And don't ask us to read everything off the menu. That's super annoying. It takes up all of our times, especially if you call when it's busy. Like, there's a million things we need to be doing. And if you're going to call and be like, mm, that's a good question. I don't know what I want on the pizza. Then why would you call in the first place? Like, common sense, people. Also, I think I, that's my pet peeve. I've also had people say surprise me. And I'm like, I don't. I, I don't know you. I How am I supposed to surprise you? <laughs> so I have to be like, oh, okay, like, did you, do you like chicken? Do you like beef? Did you want, like, did you want the, like, and then I, like, narrow it down from there. Because I'm like, what do you mean surprise you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for your situation, that sounds annoying. For mine, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to give you this. And then oh. they, usually they're okay with it. Wow. Like, if it's something like drinks, I'm like, surprise you. All right, here's two Cokes. You're good. <laughs> For me, it's like, it's never about Cokes. There's like, 
like a million things on the menu and they're like oh, yeah, yeah we're not sure what kind of other dish that we want and then it's just like just surprise us and it's just like i don't i can't even surprise my friends like <laughs> how do you think how do you think i'm gonna surprise you <laughs> yeah i'm not here to be your friend also we need someone who works in retail to be in this episode i refuse to work in retail because that actually sounds like a nightmare i'm sorry so I actually have a great story that is not my story, but someone that told me this story when I was lining up for Bath and Body Works. So Bath and Body Works was having their annual candle sale, which is their biggest sale of the year. And they did this thing where you had to sign up your name and your phone number and they'll call you before you can line up because the lineup was huge. We found out that the lineup to be called to be to join the lineup was going to take about 45 minutes to an hour and a half so we're like okay maybe not then and um, we're just like just take our names off the list no big deal no harm and right after we did that we overheard a lady beside us just like screaming like not even like i don't want, I, I shouldn't say screaming she was yelling at the associate being like why this is so stupid why can't i just line up now and the associate was explaining to that person that yesterday they had it so that you could line up but people got angry when someone who had their name on the list got put in front of them because they're like why are they in front of me i've been waiting here this whole time even though that they had their name on the list already so they implemented this new method and the reason they implemented this new method was because the day before this person got so mad that someone was lining up in front of him that he started getting physical with the customer service like retail associate and threatening her and almost like attacking her physically before they had to call the cops and get him dragged away by the police kicking and screaming out of a mall over some discount candles at a bath and body works like pick and choose your battles people is this what you want to be arrested for this is what you want to go on your record mm. yeah imagine that imagine going on a date and trying to tell someone that yeah i have a criminal record because i was arrested for attacking a sales associate for a bath and body works sale like that's going to go over well but it sucks though because in the customer service world for delivery drivers waiters waitresses servers whatever it is a lot of people rely on tips and i know this is like a huge controversial thing and i know in some countries you don't tip but canada primarily we we do have a tipping culture and whether you are for or against tipping culture don't be an asshole tip your servers yeah. and delivery guys whoever it is because times are tough here and if you can't afford to tip maybe you shouldn't be eating out yeah. maybe you should be budgeting this in make better financial decisions yeah, like, so you don't have to be that kid who had to go through six different cards to pay for an $8 meal. Make better financial it's a tough. But now I'm thinking maybe he just stole those credit cards. Please don't say that. I do not want to be a part <laughs> of this theft or part of this fraud. Oh my god, that's so annoying. Whenever we get counterfeit bills, ugh. Oh my gosh. Um. So the whole, like, um, you know, the whole stereotype of like a little girl working in like a Chinese restaurant of some sort. So this happened to the old owner's sister-in-law who was like 11 or 12 years old. But being as she's 11 or 12, she accidentally accepted a $100 bill that was counterfeit. And she didn't realize it was oh. counterfeit, even though it looked very fake. And he, she got yelled at by the uh, owner who was also her... She's 11! I know. Her, her so, brother-in-law? Her brother-in-law because of it. Because 
they were like why are you being so dumb like obviously this is fake and it's like she's 11 she's just doing this to help out come on sister i feel you i've been yelled at too when i was 11 we've all been there when i was in person like 11 someone yelled at me because i couldn't so you know like that thing where they give you the money and then they give you like another like few cents or something for the change Mm -hmm. and the guy yelled at me because i couldn't do the math in my head and he's like how old are you like what are you doing at the front here like shouldn't you shouldn't you be old enough to know this and i'm like sorry like I'm I'm headed to high school in a, in a few years. <laughs> I just want to point out that I still can't do that and I oftentimes still have to pull out my phone to be able to calculate that I don't mess up the change and I can feel your eyes on me You're judging, me, judging me. And I don't appreciate it. I'm just trying to make sure that I don't give you the wrong change. Okay? I'm doing this for the for both of our best interests. I'm sorry I'm not great at math or at quick math or math in my head, but I promise you this is the best alternative for both of us. Honestly, it it takes experience, I think. Like, I think because I worked for so long, now I can do it in my head. But yeah, don't don't judge people for doing that. It's totally fine. Yeah. And don't be an asshole to only look for the change after you just handed your money over. Yes. Don't be like, right when I'm giving you all your change, be like, oh, wait, I think I have some extra change in my pocket. That's another advice. Oh, yeah, that is. And don't, okay, I know it's like unavoidable, but people always forget to add on stuff when, after they make their purchase. And it's so annoying that after we just finish the transaction, I'm like, okay, next person, they're like, hold up, wait, I need to buy a few more things. Why didn't you remember this before? on like have your list prepared it's super annoying and i want to reiterate again to be more decisive and know what you want to get before calling in i think that is super annoying and i think if you do that there is a special place in hell for you (laughs) and you deserve a slow death Uh, i'm sorry no actually i'm not sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah um until I guess going back to the whole tip your servers, tip your delivery people until the government pays people a living wage for uh, service jobs. This is the way it has to be, even if it's the worst service in the world. Maybe then at that point, maybe consider if you should tip or not. But I've had restaurants and stuff take away people's tips if someone doesn't tip so they take 30 percent of your tips and if someone doesn't tip you you have to pay that money out of pocket so that's i guess more a call to restaurants stop taking service tips pay them a living wage call to the government uh change the laws so people are paid a living wage i had someone come in and they saw the tip screen and they yelled at me because they're like why are you trying to make me tip i don't want to tip I'm like, okay, then press the no tip button. Like that's just there as a default because the delivery guys use this machine too. And they're like, oh, well, that's so unacceptable. Like you you shouldn't have this prompted like that. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do about this. Like go to the credit card machine people, tell them to fix this. Sorry. Or pay cash. Yeah, that too. (laughs) There's so many easy solutions for all the problems that you get yelled at about. So many easy solutions. Yeah, maybe just don't yell. I very rarely yell, I think. Like, maybe at my brother, because he had it coming, Nick, if you're listening. Um, But 
yeah like strangers that people i don't know no i wouldn't dare no i can i can agree with that i would never yell at like raise my voice yeah i rarely yell at people outside of my family i don't think i've ever even like like I, i think the most i've ever done is like raise my voice at like jordan and that's like probably the worst outside <laughs> of my family that i've been i guess like angry like i yell like i yell at my parents and i yell back so that's just how we were raised i don't know what i sound like when i scream either we'll do a screaming episode oh please no. uh, cover your ears yeah it's like the opposite of asmr <laughs> just maggie screaming for as long as she can <laughs> which is maybe about like 10 seconds and then we'll cut it down to a compilation. <laughs> Maggie screams. Yes. Maggie shifts between screaming and whispering. <laughs> oh, so right before um, we started filming this episode, I had Zoom on and I was just waiting there for Maggie to hop on. So all of a sudden I hear this like, and I like freaked out because I'm like, what is this sound coming from? Like, this is so creepy. It's like when the dolls wake up and are about to kill you. And I like, like, thank God that I realized that it was coming from Zoom and it was like Maggie was hopping on and I was like, oh my God, you scared the crap out of me. How dare you? I was just vibing to the Aces, my new favorite band. And you think that someone's haunting you. First of all, how self-centered are you that you think a ghost is going to haunt you of all people? Well, this is the week of me. So, or I guess last week was the week of me. So maybe (laughs) this whole month is the month of me. Who knows? Have more me time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plug for Wanda's article. She wrote a great article on medium.com. Um, check it out. It's how to start a podcast for $0 and how we did it. Yeah, You can maybe. do it, too. Yeah. It's honestly, you don't have to. The hardest part, as I say, to quote myself, the most intelligent person I know, just kidding. But to quote myself, you shouldn't break the bank to start a podcast. In fact, the hardest thing about starting a podcast should be listening to your own voice. With that being said, we're going to close it off for this week with our question. So, should everyone be forced to work a customer service job at least once in their life to develop a conscience? We think so. Yes. But what do yes. you think? Uh, if you don't agree with us, uh, let us know in the comments. Um, state your full name and your address and we will come <laughs> to you and fight you. So, yeah. <laughs> But, like, don't be scared. Yeah, just just don't be scared. It's just four fists going at your face. It's fine. Yeah. Actually, we're kickers. It's fine. Yeah. We're kickers and punchers. We're also scratchers <laughs> and slappers, so. <laughs> but not biting because COVID, guys. Yeah. We'll fight you with a mask on and from six feet away. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go follow us wherever you get your podcasts or wherever you watch your YouTube videos on youtube uh <laughs> so, some illegal site <laughs> please don't download us and put you put us in a very weird folder on your computer go follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok maggie works very hard to curate the content that you see and occasionally yeah, check I'm, out our valentine's day posts yeah occasionally i'm on there as well thanks for listening have a great rest of your week Bye. Bye.